Welcome back to the Value Adds Value podcast. My name is Kyle Krieger, and I am here with my co-host and co-founder, Wilkie V. Law III. We want to thank you for taking time to listen and share your stories with us. We appreciate you, whether you're listening on SoundCloud, on YouTube, on iHeartRadio, or on iTunes. We are a podcast for educators, created from a six-year conversation between us, two educators from different backgrounds and journeys that discovered that the true value in education is in the connections that teachers make with their students and the relationships that develop from that connection. The purpose of our podcast is to provide educators a platform to share their voices with others, make those connections, and to return value to the classroom experience and the teaching craft. Above all, we believe that when you add value to yourself, you add value to others. So welcome to Value Adds Value. Again, we want to thank you for checking out this podcast. If you want to connect with us, please feel free to find us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram as at value as value. And you can also find Wilkie and his teaching experience on Instagram and Twitter at its.will.law.iii. And if you could do us a huge favor, it would mean the world to us, no matter where you're listening, whether you're on iHeartRadio, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. If you could hit the like, the subscribe button, and leave us a rating or review, it would mean the world to us. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Value Adds Value podcast. Said the rules don't come until later. The rules don't come till later. And then I gave them the example of the United States. As controversial as it may be, you know, going into Thanksgiving, you know, all the things that that took place, you know, as far as, you know, killing off the natives, um, indigenous peoples to America, um, um, fooling them into some type of false sense of security and taking their resources, uh, whatever you may believe. The fact is, what happened is a group of people came here first and developed some type of relationship, be it positive or negative, however you view it. They built a relationship. Then they built a culture. Then they realized we need some rules. Because you can't begin to enact rules, not that people will follow until you have a relationship. And most relationships stem from, from some type of belief that we're standing behind something. We're we're standing together for something, against something, to do something, to accomplish something. And it then takes me back to Singapore when their prime minister decided, you know, we've we've left Britain rule. Britain no longer owns us. We're our own country now. We're still in these little tiny sheds, but we want to do something different. And to get a million people behind a country and a movement to shift it in the span of, you know, 50 years to becoming what we know Singapore to be today. Economic powerhouse. And a major economic powerhouse and an educational powerhouse. And so when you think about it, we, we want to say culture, 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 culture. But culture comes from, let me give you something to get behind. 
Let me give you purpose. Let me give you a why. And so when you think about it in your classroom, <clears throat> you know, and I had to tell my kids, one of my kids kind of called me out last week. I mean, uh, yeah, last week. And he was kind of rude about it. Um, but I understood what he was saying. So I didn't discipline him. I pulled him aside and I talked to him. And, and I said, you know, I want to thank you. I say, how be it? We need to work on the delivery of your message because it's a little abrasive. I say, and I'm working on that too. I say, so we can help each other. I say, but know that I heard you. I say, and I made a difference. And so yesterday when we were doing our assignments, when I had to redirect him, I didn't redirect him based on the rules that we, that I put in place or the principles of the classroom. I redirected him to the very thing that he said. And he said, I don't want, we, you know, you, you, you preach to us, you preach to us, you preach to us, you preach to us. Sometimes you got to just let us see, see what happens or something he said. And I said, but in order for that to happen, I need you to be doing what you're supposed to be doing. You've got to be taking care of your business. And so um, it was just real interesting. Very, very interesting. And so yesterday's class went relatively unscathed like there was very little um nonsense that was still there but it was very little it was very easily uh adjusted so it just you know it just made me think that you know made me realize that sometimes even as teachers you know maybe you know we should wait until we know our kids before we start creating the environment for our kids you know, I used to always be, you know, we grew up at, you know, teaching print rich environment, have stuff all over the wall, but why not have completely empty walls and you create what you're going to create with the kids that you have. You know, I was even thinking like next year, I may give each one of my kids a portion of my room and say, now here, we're going to decorate it with what we want to decorate it. This is first block, five, this is second block, this is third block and give each person and each group an opportunity to get, get, get behind something. You say, just, just, it just popped in my mind because again, we always want to talk culture, 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 culture. That means we got to stick by the rules. No, culture, culture, culture. That means you got to build relationships. That means sometimes you got to eat it in order for a kid to feel like they got to win. You know, I asked a kid to pick up he was throwing food at his friend and he, he threw some food and it hit on, fell on the ground. And this is in a, in a foyer. And I asked him, I said, man, you know, can you pick that up? So he kind of was reluctant. So he picked up a part of the food, but then there was like some like jelly or something on the ground. And I was like, you can't get, get a paper towel. You can get a paper towel and, and pick this up. And he was like, I didn't do that. I didn't have no jelly. That wasn't me. And, and you know, and I was like, but I'm asking you to pick it up. He was like, but I didn't put it there. I say, neither did I. I say, and if you don't do it, then I'm going to pick it up. He's like, but I didn't do it. I said, I'm not asking you. I'm not, I'm not trying to establish guilt or innocence. I'm talking about integrity and maintaining and preserving our school building. I said, do you want to go into a building where everything is like this? He's like, no, but I didn't do that. So I grabbed... Um, I just had, it was a custodial walking right, like coming right at that time. And I was like, 
you know what, I'm not even gonna have her do it. I say, excuse me, can I get a paper towel? She gave me a paper towel. And when she saw what I was gonna do, she gave me some spray and I sprayed it. I wiped it up. I made sure it was dry and I put it in there. He stood right there the whole time and watched me do it. Today, when we were walking down, yesterday when we were walking down the hallway, he saw me coming and we both saw that there was a pencil on the floor. He grabbed it before I did. And then when he walked by me, he said, you want this? And I'm like, sure, I'll take it. I can put it with the rest of them. I said, I appreciate it. And he kind of looked at me and gave me a look. That wasn't based on a rule. That was based on a relationship. And when kids sometimes see you willing to work with them to create that relationship, work with them to, to build something, they'll get behind you. They'll get behind you. But you got to go ahead. You know, it's kind of like that, that picture where you have the man barking off the orders, saying, go this way, versus the guy who's helping you hold up the torch, saying, come on, follow me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just so funny that you say that, because yesterday, like, I had a set of girls that when, you know, because like I told you, I finally wrote on the board, like, that question, like, every day I go in there, I ask myself, will, will these kids have been better people? because they had my class. It's a question we always talk about. At the end of the year, are you a better person? Because you met me. And that's the question we ask ourselves with everyone we meet. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to explain it to a group of girls who were, you know, very combative. And they're like, so you're telling me that our education isn't important? I'm saying, no, your education is a part of it but your education is not the only thing in being a better person. But the majority of my kids like really like looked at me. And when I said that and they were like, Oh, it sort of was like that. Oh, this makes sense as to why he makes the decisions that he makes. Mm-hmm. And I, my only regret is that I didn't start with that and, and lead with that. But it's no regrets. But, but what you think about the lesson that you've taught them, that's a lesson in adjustments. You could have made an excuse and say, I didn't leave with that, so I'm just going to stay with what I started with just to prove that I'm right. But you, you led with the fact that, hey, I didn't leave with it, but it's never too late. Yeah. You know, I think about even what JR kept saying when we were in uh, San Antonio. He kept saying, he goes, You're ne- you always have an opportunity to hit the reset button. Whether it's resetting how you, ch- how you, do your, how you uh, set your desk up in order to lead to a reset or redoing your seating charts to make sure that you get a mix up and you start, you know what I'm saying? Like you always get an opportunity to hit that reset button and, and that's okay. You know, I think it's important for teachers to show kids they make mistakes, show kids that they overact. And I tell my kids sometimes, I know I'm a little extra. I know I go in, but again, that's me and my passion. You know what I mean? That's my passion for, for what I do that me doing exactly what's necessary is never going to be enough. I have to do more than enough because I think our kids deserve it. They deserve someone who's willing to give them more than just average, more than mediocre. And, and the conversation for me came down to these this one particular girl who's a little bit of a control freak, like wants to know exactly what she needs to do to get this exact right. And she's like, well, don't you have a plan for the year? And I was like, well, 
to be honest, yeah, I have a list of things. I have this curriculum, these standards that I go by. But right now, I'm learning as I go. I have things that I want to do this year, but I haven't said that these are the things we're exactly going to do because I'm new to the school and I'm new to you. I need to continue to get to know you to figure out what's best for us. Mm -hmm. And they didn't like that answer, but it was better than me trying to, like you said, lie and say, well, yeah, I've got a plan. Of course I got a plan and da 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 da. But yeah, man. But I think it, just a minute. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think it. I think it really speaks to the push to build those relationships. You know, I, I often tell people it's not called growing pains because it's easy. You know, growing pains are there because it hurts. You know, I remember my, my, my nephew, when he was getting taller, um, his knees would hurt all the time. His back would hurt all the time. Like he would, you would hear him complaining about this. And it's easy to kind of look at it and be like, oh, man, you know, just get over it, grow up, you know, da 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 you grow up, and da 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 But no, you have to really honestly look at that and be like, mm, no, um, he's really, there's a physical thing going on that's causing him to feel this way. You know what I mean? That growing pains means just that. We all go through them. And so when you're dealing with children and shaping culture, those growing pains of those relationships are multiplied by as many kids you have in that classroom and then by the classroom itself. Because we're having to forge relationships with every single kid that enters our door. And we're having to forge a relationship with the combination of all those students as one entity. Mm -hmm. You know, so what's greater, the, the, the whole or the individual? I say you go after and grab as many individuals as you can and then work on the whole. Because if you get the individuals, the whole will come with you. Mm -hmm. Even if there's one, two, three that stick out, you'll still have the majority. And you can make a culture with the majority. If, if, if what's at the core, you know, I think about it, Adam, everything is kind of condensed into the core. If what's in the core falls apart, everything else falls apart. And teachers, we are the, the, the we are that core. We are that nucleus, that brain of that entity. And what we bring into that determines whether or not we were sporadic and all over the place or if we're making big life lightsaber type <laughs> you, you get my mind ready for the Mandalorian. But uh, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you, you have that, that condensed energy that's in this small place that really it'll cut through failure. It'll cut through other kids' bad attitudes. It should cut through you being absent and your absence from the classroom when you have to be because that energy source at the core is good. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that we, we man, like I say, we, I know we didn't jump on here to talk about that. We were supposed to be talking about that, but it, like I said, that just kind of 
that conversation about rules driving a culture versus relationships driving a culture. Like all the rules mean nothing if the kids don't want to follow you. Because they're definitely not going to follow the rules if they don't follow you. And we have to give them a reason to follow us. You know, mm. one of the students told me, Mr. Long, not too many teachers tell us they wrong when they wrong, and you do. I say, but how important is that? I say, because if I didn't tell you you were wrong, you gonna run out, if I didn't tell you I was wrong, you'll run out here and talk to your friends like Mr. Law was wrong. I said, and, I, and I reminded him of that scene in Eminem, Eight Mile, when Eminem gets on the stage and he's rapping against the guy who's supposed to be the best freestyler and they let him go first and Eminem gets on the microphone and he starts running down his own dossier. He's mm -hmm. talking about, yeah, I am a trailer trash. I do live in a trailer uh, with my mom. I am a trailer trash. You know, my best friend did shoot himself in a leg with his own gun. He gives him this whole thing, you know, it tells him who, who he was. And then he gives the guy the microphone and says, now it's a battle. Now you tell these people something that they don't know about them. Yeah, Gary, Gary V is always talking about that scene where he says you should just put it all out there. Yeah. 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 I'd rather put it out there so that way, now, and, I, and I tell people that when I own my wrong, you ain't got to keep beating me across my head with it. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of times kids will own their wrong and teachers will continue to beat them. They'll continue to berate them even though the kid says, yes, I'm wrong. At that moment, it deadens. Yeah, and then you re, you know, you either, you know, you just come back to the expectation and say, okay, next time, this right. Is what we need to do. You restore the relationship. You have a breach when a kid does something that is out of expectation. And the moment that breach, that kid comes to terms that, yep, I'm leaking. I, I, I'm, about to, I'm about to sink. You're right. I apologize. Or, you know, they're not going to say probably not my, my, I apologize. I'll probably say my bad. Uh, and once that happens, our job then becomes to be the sinew that reconnects us to that student to build that relationship, not to keep it severed. And now watch what happens. When we make this back right, the very next day, if we go into it thinking that this kid is the same as it was when that breach happened, the breach just happened again. But this time, it's not the kids, my bad. It's our my bad. Mm -hmm. It's our my bad. And that is where relationships come in. I don't have a problem telling my wife if I make a mistake because that's my partner in life. So I'll own my mistakes because I know that each mistake that I make affects both of us. Whereas if if I'm out here and, 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 and I'm just, you know, expecting her to just deal with what I'm going through and just to deal with what I, the consequences of things that I say, then that's really a narcissistic way of kind of looking things, you know?
It's really narcissistic. And, 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 and narcissists really don't have too many friends. <laughs> not real friends. Not right. Not real friends. Not based, they're based off of, 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 of a pretense of what, what, what do you offer me? Or what can you do for me? I don't know. Yeah. No, it's so, I mean, it's not funny. It's not strange that we're both in that like exact same spot with our kids. It's that time of year. It's that time of year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like my, my educational assistant one period yesterday. Cause I had just kids that were being rude, like just flat rude, like all class holes. And I was talking to them and, and they wanted to pin it on me. And finally my educational assistant raised his hand and it has a great relationship with all the kids. It was like, I'm sorry, but I watch this class every day. And what Mr. Krieger is saying is a hundred percent accurate. And as soon as he said it and it wasn't that they weren't hearing it from me, the class just went dead silent mm -hmm. because they had to face it from someone that they weren't associating the blame to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So and that just feels good when you have someone support you. Like, yeah, it, it makes a difference. I, I know having a co-teacher in the classroom, yeah, man. having a co-teacher in the classroom who, or a teacher assistant who the kids respect their voice makes a difference because again, you have another adult ally in the room. You know, I have to admit, sometimes I really do kind of prefer, prefer to be alone when I teach. But I am learning the benefit of having a second person in the room. Oh. You know, go ahead. For, for me, it's, I feel a lot less judged. Because even though those people are on my side, a lot of times I feel judged. I'm like, oh, man, you know, da-da-da-da-da, this, that, or the other. And it it it's a defense mechanism it's not good right and see for me i look at it from the standpoint i know i'm being judged but i know i make mistakes so again going back to that extreme ownership you know when you know you're wrong own it right or wrong you know and when and when uh we were in at tcca and Hamish said um I would rather die on the sword of my own words than to live in a way that's not me or something like to that effect. And that just resonated with me because I'm like, yeah. Because <clears throat> I tell my kids, I say, I stand behind the things I say in my classroom, 100%. I say, what I say in front of you guys, I would say if anyone was in this classroom. Mm -hmm. I say that's how much I stand behind every word that comes out of my mouth. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. No, that, that was, yeah, that's for sure true. So um, kind of rounding back, I mean, because we only kind of left ourselves like 54 minutes on top of that. But, um, and I'm kind of glad I, I don't know, something just told me, and it's been happening more recently that I should, whenever we're on, be recording it. Mm -hmm. Because usually something good always pops up. And I, today, as soon as you started talking about like 
Thanksgiving, I was like, "Ooh, I better, I better record this." <laughs>